0: Welcome to another podcast by InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC sports, your home for Tar Heel football, basketball, and recruiting.
1: And I'm your host, John Siegley, talking UNC football recruiting today with Don Callahan, as always. Don, thanks for joining me on this Monday. Thanks for having me. No problem at all, man. Uh, Carolina had the away game this past Saturday, but there's still some recruiting news that I think people need to know and that we can talk about. One of the more pressing and important stories, I think, is that Devin Lawrence is scheduled for his official visit this Saturday. And yeah, yeah, go ahead and jump in on that one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I didn't mean to talk Uh, over you on that. (laughs) <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, he actually scheduled the official visit back a month ago, really. I know uh, Salah Houdin took his official visit a couple of weeks ago, but Devin actually scheduled his official visit well before um, Salah Houdin. He's a kid who a lot of people will kind of remember him as Dexter Lawrence's little brother because they took a lot of visits together. And Devin, he received a lot of scholarship offers because he was getting out there and everything. He narrowed things down to a five schools. It was Clemson, Tennessee, UNC, UCLA, and LSU at one point. And then just before the season, LSU told him that they were full at running back. And then so obviously that just left those four schools. He has the official visit to North Carolina this weekend. And then reportedly he's scheduled to officially visit Tennessee. I think it's it's the following weekend or the weekend
1: after that. According to the Scout dot com, uh, his official for Tennessee is next week, the fourteenth. Yes,
0: yeah. So yeah, so this obviously is his first official visit, but he's been in North Carolina numerous times. I mean, y- you name it; he's been to camps, I mean, he's been to the Freak Show, he's been to Junior Days, he's been to unofficial visits, he's been to, according to my notes, at least three games. He's been to Carolina, so there's not a whole lot left for.
1: Devin to really see at this point in his in his recruitment so is this going to come down to kind of one of these that he's going to commit wherever he feels the most comfortable do you think
0: you know it's going to be interesting you know he's really kind of kind of kept his thoughts to himself and kind of maintained that he's wide open between those four schools but you have to wonder if Clemson's going to ultimately be the destination because of the fact that his brother is there. And, you know, at first when I would talk to him, I got I felt like he wanted to kind of get out from underneath his brother's shadow. Not that he's ever he's kind of flipped that feeling at all, but I now feel like it doesn't it doesn't matter to him and it actually would probably benefit his family a little bit more to go to a school where his brother happens to be. You know, one kind of interesting sort of curveball to kind of throw out there is that a couple of teammates I talked to of his during, I guess it was uh, during the summer, mentioned that Devin had a, a strong liking to UCLA, which is definitely kind of just way out there. But um, I think if you're looking at this and playing the odds, Clemson's probably the team that, that you, have to, you have to focus on the most. The, the most interesting thing with that is what position Clemson's going to take him as. I've been told that the Clemson's recruiting him as an athlete and might even look at, at him as a defensive back as opposed to running back, which is what he's played exclusively at Wake Forest High School, where he last year helped win a state championship and go undefeated in the top classification in North Carolina.
1: Have you heard from the Carolina side, have they ever talked about him playing a different position?
0: No, not at all. I mean, he's definitely in that pool of running backs, and which makes complete sense because Running back is that is one of those positions that's been really elusive to UNC for this class. They yeah. want to land at least two, and they have none committed right now. You have Cole Beck making his his decision on Friday, this Friday coming up, and all signs are kind of pointing to his decision being Virginia Tech. So there's one guy that you probably can take off the off the board. So running back is definitely a position that North Carolina is looking at him as.
1: And follow up to my last question with Devin Lawrence, have you heard from his teammates or just from him? I mean, the offer, I guess, from Clemson, if they are thinking about playing him at a different position, is that something you think that Devin is interested in? Or has he ever expressed that to you, I guess?
0: You know, to be completely honest, I've never spoken to Devin about that just because when I'm talking to him, I'm obviously trying to get information as far as UNC side is concerned, mm-hmm. and, and UNC has always looked at him as a running back. I don't, I don't know how open he is to moving to a different position on the college
1: level. Gotcha. It's, it's hard to say then without hearing from the kid if that's a positive or a negative and really how that might influence the ultimate decision, but let's assume if he were to pick the Tar Heels, what kind of running back do you think Carolina would be getting in Devon?
0: You know, Devin's one of those guys who when I was doing my state rankings it was really difficult. You know, I've actually been watching him since he was a sophomore, watching him live. I've been to a bunch of I mean, I mean Wake Forest I think it goes out saying I've been to a bunch of Wake Forest games the past few years. Way back, god, really for for a long time actually, including when Devin became a, a start-out running back at Wake Forest High School. And He's for me he was always kind of hard running back to rank and it's not because he's not good or he's just he's kind of good at everything but not great at one thing. You know, he's not a burner, but at the same time he has enough speed to take it the distance. He's not elusive, but if you misjudge him, he'll put a move on you and he'll run by you. He's not a power back, but if you try to you know, not tackle him with a form tackle He'll run right through an arm tackle so he's you know he's a lot of people label him as because of the system he he runs in that he isn't a receiver but anytime they throw the ball to him he always catches the ball so he's kind of like one of those guys that's uh i guess a a master of none, but jack of all trades sort of running back and do a lot of different things it would definitely fit into unc's offense. he's not you know, if you look at just i mean a guy who's who's actually been in the college football news recently, Bryce Love came from Way Forest High School. He obviously was a burner, you know, and that goes without saying. I don't think that there's one sort of label that you can throw on devin he's he's just really good at at a bunch of different things, but not great at any one thing
1: well, I mean that's kind of how our running back out of hillside, Jordan brown you know he's out
0: he's, he's out of southern durham
1: Southern Durham, that's right. Jordan, if you listen to this podcast, I apologize.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially since they're rivals.
1: Yeah, oh, oh yeah, Oh, that's my bad right there. But, you know, Brown coming out of, out of high school, I think had that kind of same label or similar label where he wasn't really exemplary at any one skill, but he was just good to above average at all of them.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I felt like with Jordan coming out of high school, he was a guy that you knew you could put him in, in a slot and he'd be an unbelievable receiver. He was a guy who actually during his senior year their quarterback went down with an injury and they had to move him to quarterback. You know, cuz he was just such a great athlete. He was, you know, had a great arm. And when I think of Jordan Brown during his high school years, I think of just his his quick f- footwork, you know, not as fast as TJ Logan, not nearly as fast as TJ Logan, but kind of in the same sort of mold as as a TJ Logan.
1: Who's in the same mold as TJ Logan, Brown or Devin Lawrence? Jordan Brown. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I mean, regardless of what his skill might be, I think Devin is a kid that can contribute to Carolina, especially like you said, in the scheme that Carolina is running right now. So with the need at that position, really hope that this one goes Carolina's way. Absolutely. And then we'll go ahead and take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with some more recruiting news. Going to talk about a currently committed, High school player to the Tar Heels when we come back. Some brands offer you low finance or cashback or servicing. Renault don't do ores. We do ands.
0: The Renault Cajar with 1.91% APR and 1,000 euro cashback and three years servicing, saving you thousands. Renault, the brand with the ands. Visit your local Renault dealer. Finance is made under a higher purchase agreement. Terms and conditions apply. Deposit required. Subject to lending criteria. See reno.ie.
1: And we're back. John Siegler here talking with Don Callahan. As I mentioned before we went to break here, Don wanted to get your thoughts on a committed prospect that you saw play some high school football last week. So go ahead and tell us about that one. Well, I went to
0: go see Peyton Wilson play against southern durham actually we were just talking about southern durham yeah Yeah, his high school orange high school uh, went traveled to southern durham we'll have film up on the actual game later on this week where i actually break down the game i have not yet reviewed the game obviously i've seen it because i filmed it i was there i was watching him during warm-ups and everything but you know the main thing with him is just he's just a huge athlete i mean he's you know, he actually, he played quarterback. He played wide receiver. He played running back. He played linebacker. I mean, you know, and even at quarterback, you would think, okay, big guy, he's in there only in short yardage situations and he just runs it. No, he he actually threw a couple passes. I think he threw three passes and converted all three of them. And during warmups, I was watching him throw and I was like, you know, now I'm not trying to say he's a quarterback prospect because he's not, but I was like, man, you know, He's a lot better than a lot of high school quarterbacks that that I watch on on a weekly basis. And at receiver, I mean, he runs pretty good routes. Again, I'm not saying he's a receiver. I just think it just speaks volumes about the type of athlete that he is that you can kind of just plug him in anywhere and he's going to excel.
1: Yeah, quarterback, I mean, we hear about a lot with that in high schools. I mean, we just talked about Jordan Brown during the last segment, his team putting him at quarterback because he was their best athlete. And so I can I can imagine that from just that perspective in regards to Peyton. But receiver, has he played receiver at all this season, to your knowledge? Because that's the first I'm hearing of it.
0: Yeah, he actually, this year, really, last year was mostly running back this year they're using mostly as a receiver that's probably on offense for his high school and this again this is not for UNC's purposes but on for his high school he is his primary position is receiver but again like i mentioned they'll throw him out there running back they'll throw him out there at quarterback but no i mean he's he had a he had the first touchdown of the game on friday night with a nice nice little route that he ran where he created some separation He high-pointed the ball, you know, just ripped it out of the air and fell into the end zone for a score. And he's done that multiple times. I think the the season opener, I think he actually had two touchdown receptions. So it's something that, you know, on the high school level, not on the college level, on the high school level, it's something that that he definitely is, is, you know, formidable at.
1: It just speaks volumes about the level of athlete that he is. And he's a big kid, listed, you know, 6'4 and a half. I don't know what his weight is right now, but I'd imagine maybe around like 220, 230. Does that sound about right? Yeah. And we've talked about this off-air a little bit, and tell me if I'm if I'm crazy here, but just given his size and athleticism, I know he's being recruited at linebacker, and that's probably going to be his position, but do you think that Carolina could maybe try to see if he could develop into like a rush end or a situational pass rusher?
0: You know, I've said... Obviously to you and not really a whole lot publicly, but I've always thought when I've seen him play, I wondered if maybe not necessarily North Carolina, that's North Carolina's plan, because none of my sources have ever said that. But I've always wondered if he just outgrows the linebacker position. And if you look at how UNC has been using a guy like Malik Carney, where you have him at defensive end. But on third down situations, depending on the opponent, obviously against Georgia Tech this past weekend, this this wasn't how they used them. But against a couple of the the, the prior opponents, what they would do on third downs, where obvious passing downs, they would move Malik Carney into kind of like a middle linebacker role and then have him blitz. And so I could see Peyton Wilson doing something like that. I mean, because obviously he has he's comfortable playing that linebacker position. And Malik Carney was was also a linebacker or primarily a linebacker in high school. But yeah, I mean, I, I really wonder, you know, at 6'4", if he's just going to completely outgrow the linebacker position. And the other thing too is, you know, and this is not a knock necessarily on, on Peyton Wilson, but he's more, I don't see him as like an instinctual sort of guy. When I think of instincts, I think of like Dax Holyfield. You know, Wilson to me is more of a C ball, get ball sort of guy. And he just is like a freight train, just running right towards the ball carrier. I mean, he'll run over guys and everything like that. Obviously that doesn't fly on the college level where everybody else is the same size as you on the high school level, where you're easily the biggest guy on the field that works, you know, 99% of the time. So, (laughs) but I think if you put him in a position to where you're like, okay, just go after the quarterback. I think that 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 would fit Peyton Wilson really well.
1: And probably the last true athletic freak that Carolina had at linebacker that was, like you said, see ball, get ball. The name that comes to mind with me is Zach Brown. Can you recall like another recruit that Carolina had coming out of high school between Zach Brown and Peyton Wilson that would kind of fit that just overwhelming athlete you know, at the high school level, but you could see that it's going to translate to college. And having that just see ball, get ball mentality.
0: The only guy that I, and now this is before actually Zach Brown. If I, do you remember Brian Taylor? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, Ryan Taylor was recruited as, I think was recruited as a wide receiver, played tight end, but was, was unbelievable on special teams. And that's what he kind of sticked in the NFL on special teams for a while there. They have the same sort of mentality where it's very kamikaze like, just complete disregard for their own well-being just to kind of make the play, running over guys and make the play.
1: Yeah, just lay somebody out, right? Absolutely.
0: You know, and yeah, as strange as it sounds, I don't know if Wilson intends on laying people out. I just think he's just like, I'm going to get to that ball carrier as fast as possible. And if I happen to deplete him, then so be it. I mean, that because I mean, and maybe that's just because I know Peyton so well. I've had a really good relationship with him and, and his father for about a year now. And he's just such an incredibly nice kid off the field that it's, it's just kind of funny to see him
1: just completely lay out someone on the on the football field. I mean, given Carolina's again need at the linebacker position, I think Carolina can definitely use a player like that, bring a little bit of a hard nose edge to him and not be afraid to yeah decleat somebody. We talked about the last week. I liked how Jordan Adams decleated someone on a cutback block. So if Caroline can get these kids into the program that have that kind of junkyard dog mentality, I think that's gonna be pretty important moving forward.
0: Oh absolutely. I mean that's that's what you want, especially on the defensive side. You know, and just to kinda step back on what I said, I mean He could pan out at at linebacker. He absolutely could. But I think, though, it would not shock me if he outgrew the linebacker position, or it wouldn't shock me if he played linebacker, but on passing downs, maybe they put him down at defensive end, you know, to to provide that that pass rush sort of thing. But at the very least, I mean, I I fully expect Peyton Wilson to play as a true freshman on special teams because and, and he played in all the special teams on on Friday night for Orange High because of you need that mentality and he certainly had it he made a huge tackle towards the end of the game. It was right after Orange had taken the lead late in the game it was on a kickoff and he just darted down the field and the the kick returner caught the ball was was running left and Wilson just came out of nowhere and it wasn't a big hit but he was able to trip him up. Behind the rest of uh, his block, behind the rest of the, the uh, kick returners blockers, to make a big stop so that um, so that Southern Durham didn't have great field position, and that's the type of player you definitely want on special teams. So, like I said, I definitely envision Peyton contributing on special teams as a true freshman, if not beyond tr- his true freshman year.
1: And it's a good problem to have if you have a kid that might be almost too big and athletic for one set position. I mean that's a lot better than, you know, the opposite where you have the the in-between guys and you're just trying to put square peg round hole type situation. So if Peyton can not only play but excel at two possible positions, I think the Carolina coaches are going to be pretty happy with that one.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, flexibility is is huge when when it comes to a team. And especially when you think about the fact that I mean, right now UNC runs the system, you know, the 4-3, the base 4-3 uh, that John Papuchas uses. But who knows who's going to be the defensive coordinator in, in a few years? And maybe it is still John Papuchas. But if it's not, then Peyton is a guy who should easily fit into any sort of defensive scheme because he's just so talented. He could do so many things. And just to kind of circle back to what we were, we were talking about when we started this, this segment off, I mean, you put him at wide receiver. He's a great route runner and will high point the ball to make a catch. You put him at quarterback; he'll throw some pretty good passes. You put him at running back; he's going to run over some guys to get some yards. I mean, he's just a guy that you put him wherever. I mean, if you wanted to put him on your hockey team, I think he probably would. Well, you probably have to teach him how to skate, but beyond that, I think you know wherever you put him, whatever sport it is, I think that he he's going to be unbelievable, an unbelievable player. And the other thing too, he's actually a really good wrestler. And I, I believe he excels also in lacrosse, too. And his, and his brother is a, um, he actually, his, his older brother originally signed with North Carolina's baseball team, but decided to go the pro route and is currently in the um, Atlanta Braves minor league system.
1: Hmm. So the family's got some athletes in them. That's Absolutely. Good. All right. Just real quick, Don, what day do you anticipate that video going live on?
0: Depending on the, the flow of content, either Wednesday or Thursday, I kind of because it's not dependent on you know a time frame, as long as I, I get it out by the end of this week that you know, whereas some other stories I need to get out ASAP either, well, probably I mean, towards hopefully. the later part of the week.
1: And so yeah, and hopefully we'll get some stories coming in later on about more recruits that they're gonna be visiting for the Notre Dame game. Mm-hmm. We may try to talk about that one later on, but if not everyone Keep your eyes peeled on the Inside Carolina Tar Pit Premium Message Boards. Look for that video and definitely look forward to the stories coming out on the big recruiting weekend. Don, do you have anything else?
0: No, I, it's, always, it's always good to chat with you and look forward to chatting with you in a week.
1: Thanks. Sounds good, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to get Buck on one of these. I know that you guys are just missing each other.
0: I know. I cry every
1: night. Oh, I'll, I'll let Buck know. All right. Well, for everyone here at Inside Carolina, thank you guys again. We'll talk with you later on.
0: Thanks for listening to InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC sports, your home for Tar Heel football, basketball, and recruiting.